Hi, I'm Teiko. And I'm Gabrielle. And, and we, we are, are the, the Baileys. Join us as we talk about staying in love while raising kids, building a business, and going where Jesus sends us. Hey guys, welcome back to We Are The Bailey's Podcast. We're gonna kick it off this week with some sweet skanking music. Sounds of the songs of CNK, presented by the First Hawaiian Bank. That's right. You can check them out at, at First Hawaiian Bank Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's actually on their Instagram thing. They can find it on Spotify. Oh yeah, I mean First Hawaiian Bank is on instagram but i think it's called the songs of c and k there you go guys it will be in the playlist anyway what's up but yes i mean why not just enjoy yourself (laughs) you're locked in for another month and that's okay we're staying home we're staying safe if you're driving out there on the road listen to this where would they be driving today should be at home people are like only the essentials going to the supermarket you need a little something and listen listen guys you're supposed to go one time for the day (laughs) (laughs) it can't be like an all the time thing oh my gosh i forgot something at the (laughs) supermarket honey no everybody's hanging out in target (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's not how it's supposed just to be just to get guys. the ac no 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 <laughs> but we just also want to say thank you to our listeners for joining us thank and you guys please remember to subscribe rate and review this podcast we are absolutely grateful for your time with us and yeah thank you for giving us your feedback all this time who knows you could be the winner of the lucky covid prize what covid prize <laughs> <laughs> he's feeling the radio voice people that's why he's like we heard door number one <laughs> there's nothing <laughs> exactly we have no prize here but yes guys thank you thank you so much we are going to actually play the real song of the week now yeah. we were just feeling this music and Hope here's our like song it. of the week we hear it every well every so often on the radio yeah maybe like once a week and we sing in the car like we're the ones <laughs> singing on the album so enjoy this one it's about you by john tatofi and henry capono all right coming Here we go. from the south pacific Soaking in those moments with a sweet, sweet soul music. It's only yours and mine. No one else is really going to know that I care about you. Yeah. 
You know you're liking this music. Sweet, sweet soul music coming at you from the I South know. Pacific. Don't Guys, you guys just love that? <laughs> Tico is actually doing lip sync to it. <laughs> <laughs> over here i wish we were recording the video um element of the podcast the eventually we'll get back to that having videos we're here. gonna get back to it soon but it would have been so fun because they would see all the antics that you're going on with right now <laughs> so yes i hope you enjoyed that one we love hearing it on the radio so good job um to you guys songs of cnk come on mm-hmm What's them? What's them? What's them? Oh, Lordy. <laughs> but this week, what is our main thought this week? What are we jumping into? You know what? Before we get into that, let me ask you this, honey. What are you sensing in your quiet time, in your heart? What is? What do you think really is the the feeling of COVID-19 at this point? Like what's what's happening in your, what what do you hear the Lord saying to you about this time? Ooh, that's a deep question. Yeah. Do you want me to share? Yeah, I do. Uh-huh. Do you need so time? So what I'm sensing, honestly, what I'm sensing, I feel like the Lord is doing a bit of clean, clean up. Mm. Like, what do they call it? Like, you know, you talk about spring cleaning or... Mm. deep cleaning yeah i feel like the world needs some deep cleaning and i think we should preface this by saying that we really aren't trying to be insensitive like we do you know understand that people are losing their lives definitely and so if this comes across insensitive please forgive us this isn't our heart to be insensitive it's just trying to balance what's happening with also what we think might be happening behind the scenes and Mm -hmm. what we're learning at the same time so yeah Go ahead. Yeah, and this is just in us right yeah not we're not talking about the world the world so exactly there we go um i just feel like the lord is trying to pull back some things into order mm. you know I, I feel like a lot of things have um like boundary lines have been moved in different places mm-hmm. and the lord is in a sense pulling back things to uh a pace mm. that life should in a sense be at right because you know when you're so far outside of something and like all your sense of caution and boundary and everything it's gone so far that you don't even remember what it's actually supposed to be right i think maybe a little bit of that has happened mm-hmm. and he's trying to bring back things to be like no I kind of want it to be more like this. And then so like... Because there's so many ripple effects of hurt and damage that when you... you, It's like when you keep breaking the speed limit. Mm -hmm. Maybe this is not the best analogy, but... Because I'm sure when you break it the first time, you should get caught. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, (laughs) until the police finally catch you. Yeah. You know, and you're like, oh my gosh, you know, but you just keep driving over the speed limit. Mm -hmm. So then it becomes natural to drive over the speed limit without thinking, oh, there is actually a speed limit. There is actually a speed limit. It's 50, but you keep driving at 75. Right. And 75 becomes your new norm. Mm-hmm. So, But it doesn't necessarily mean that it's right. doesn't mean that mm-hmm. it's right. No. And when 75 becomes your new norm, 80 or 85 becomes 
fast for mm-hmm. you. When and really so 75 was already fast. Already fast, you know? And so I feel like in some ways we have gone into that. Mm-hmm. And maybe the Lord is just saying, no, this was never supposed to be the norm. Mm-hmm. Um, let me show you what I intended for the norm to be. How do you see that shift happening for you? Um, well, I know one area we've been... F- focusing a lot more on is that day of rest Mm -hmm. or shabbat and you know a day of rest is so easily excusable Mm -hmm. because you can find many reasons why you shouldn't do it or you couldn't do it or you know it's no big deal to god you know right you can do it next week and next week come and you never really do it the next week or the following week and so in your head you want to do it you know you should do it but you're not doing it right like it's not urgent so i don't need to like i'm not dying nothing is happening to me it's not disturbing the world so we can try another week but i think lately the lord has been um I think lately the Lord has been just emphasizing the significance of that mm-hmm. and just really highlighting it that this needs to be a priority. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, we I, was last week our third or second week? I don't mm, remember. Third, yeah. And every single <laughs> week <laughs> leading up to it, yeah. there's been uh, some chaotic <laughs> disaster. Um. <laughs> the first week, the house semi-flooded. Yes. The second week, what happened? Oh my gosh. Um, I don't remember what no, happened. No, it wasn't the first week the house semi-flooded. It's the second week. What happened the first week? Oh, the kids were just like bouncing off the walls yeah. the first week. <laughs> the second week, the house semi-flooded. Yes. And then the third week, there was that major spill. Oh, yeah. The the protein powder shake. Oh, my gosh, yes. Oh, over the carpet. <laughs> Chocolate protein powder shake all over the carpet. And it was just Crazy. like, in the name of Jesus, we will rest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it's it's so funny oh, and we should still buy some paper plates some disposable plates yeah so we aren't doing any work yeah like really rest like, what's the point if you have to keep washing those dishes you know what time? i will say though with that whole process of intentionally doing the shabbat is that we we've gotten a lot better at I guess planning our days mm-hmm. because we knew we know that Friday and Saturday we we want to a winding down we're winding down so you know like I've had to preempt like okay what am I preparing so that there is not a lot of cooking happening mm-hmm. on those days yeah. or um, just not because I can't do it but that I still get some rest as well mm-hmm. and that meal times actually flow easily. And you've been doing so good at that, honey. Oh, thank you. By the way, how was my vegetable thingy on that Sunday? I made on Sunday? <laughs> <laughs> it was actually very good. Kinda I know, thrilling. I know, I hesitated, guys, but it was good. It really was good. You know why I hesitated? Because I was surprised. <laughs> I had everything <laughs> laid out to come and cook dinner. What happened? Did I fall asleep? You fell asleep, and I was like. You I should sleep, honey. Yeah. You know, though, before that, you were saying like, oh, you never get any time to do anything. And I was slightly annoyed mm. because I would, I felt like you get the entire week to do everything. 
And so naturally, in my head, without Mm -hmm. saying my expectations, I was more hoping that you'd be looking at my week at the weekends and going, well, how can I give you time to get a break? Ooh, and I did just that. And I never said it to you, but then you eventually did it. That's how Holy Spirit works, honey. So, because I was just like, well, if you want time, we'll use the nap time when they're asleep, you know. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so I event- eventually you said I could go and take a nap. And... Yeah, the vegetable thing was great. Dinner mm. was ready when I mm. got down here. I made some uh, bok choy mm-hmm. with a splash of pineapple. Splash of. <laughs> some sprinkle of chicken strips. Yeah. And uh, what else did I put in there? Huh. Sprinkles of chicken strips, sweet pepper a la carte. <laughs> <laughs> and I must say, after living with Tico for almost six years, my sons will learn to cook. <laughs> well, not just because, because I, th- I feel like. Oh, hold up there, honey. You made an amazing pizza. Ah. It wasn't really a pizza, but we turned it into pizza. It was lovely. Thank and you. And for the first time, we used our non-dairy cheese. Oh, yeah. And I thought it was going to taste horrible. Ex- because the packaging <laughs> because said that it's it made had with chickpea. Chickpea. And we're like, in the name <laughs> of Jesus, we know what this thing is. Because we mm. had bought that chickpea um, pasta from Target. Oh, my gosh. We made it horrible. one night and the next week. <laughs> <laughs> that pasta stayed in the fridge for like oh, a week and we nobody touched it. <laughs> we still have that other box. And we're like, no way we're opening that. But I that. think you also had... Uh, a, a negative reference of the whole chickpea, anything with the chickpea in it, because Stephen, oh no, your brother, I, I told you to about the chickpea that. flour. I talked to him after that. Right, right. And I think talking to him jogged my memory, and I was just like, oh, chickpea. But then the non dairy thing yeah. tasted really good. Oh my gosh, good it came out pizza. amazing because my lovely wife here, she made the pizza mm-hmm. all from scratch. Well, it wasn't pizza I was trying to make. Um, I think it's pronounced focaccia. Mm. And I recognized I could turn it into pizza because it had that same doughy mm. um, texture-based well, kind of thing. a smart choice, honey. But it was lovely. And so anyways, she made a focaccia pizza from scratch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and half of it was mozzarella cheese and the next half was the non-dairy mm-hmm. sprinkled with some ooh 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 goodies pepperoni, pepperoni and, and onions or whatever goody, goodies. but you know what though if but you aren't if you aren't sorry i have to give this plug okay if you aren't very ash- like sure of yourself mm-hmm. children will damage your self-esteem <laughs> <laughs> because my pizza was wonderful yes. and none of my kids wanted it to eat. They wanted white rice instead. But I loved it. So I was just they like... They wanted seaweed and yeah, white, seaweed white and rice. Yeah, seaweed and white rice. And I was just like, Gabby, it's okay. It's great. Ah. It's great. It's great. Because look at all that work and none mm-hmm. of them wanted it. So yeah. But guys, I have to say the 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 non-dairy cheese section, because it's two halves. Mm-hmm. One half was mozzarella normal right and non-dairy right and the non-dairy was like off the chain it was so you guys gotta try it it was send us a message if you need a recipe because trust me it was on fire oh my word you have no clue which sound is which sound (laughs) (laughs) and i think you have to turn it up no see you have no clue
but it was on fire. He's trying to figure out the sound effects here. Um, I would say in my quiet time, in my heart, I really do feel that this time mm-hmm. is one of um incubation is such a bad word because they talk about the virus being incubated. <laughs> but it's it's kinda like incubation. We're like Things are being put into the right condition for mm-hmm. growth. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, like you were saying, like, you know, we, you're in the right condition to have that whole season of rest grow or yeah. to have learning the right boundaries for different things. It's like a grow. green, it's, it's like a, a greenhouse, greenhouse for something. So, exactly. you know, isn't it funny? Like Corona is... What did they say about the incubation of Corona? I have no clue. It needs a, a thing to Oh, like a certain to. amount of... Um, oh, it needs something for it to... to attach to, to actually Look grow. how long we're in lockdown and we should know <laughs> this. Guys, we don't know it. <laughs> corona <laughs> travels. It needs a body. It needs live or a live organism to... Exactly. Attach to. Yeah. So much for biology class. <laughs> and listening to the news. I know. But it needs a human body to attach to to actually grow. Right. So So with that same um analogy, mm-hmm. <clears throat> if you're if like like you can with all the negative that's coming with corona, mm-hmm. you can pull some positive out of this thing. Right. If you really want to. Right. Because yes, you can either give the disease room to grow or anxiety room to grow or fear room mm-hmm. to grow or all these other negative things room to grow. But you can also pull on some positive um, things to grow. Right. And I think it's also... Let let rest grow. Right. Like a lot of us don't know how to rest because we're in in a culture that only validates um, people when they can work their asses off 24-7. And I'm sure now is when we're like slowly learning how to rest because the first month was probably very fidgety. Very fidgety. Because it's just like, well, what do we do? What do we do? And exactly. now it's just like, okay, well, this is kind of, this. Is, we've been Easing doing this. into it more. Eh? Right. So now we're probably learning to rest a whole lot better than we did before. Like seriously, guy, I would challenge you all. Do you really know how to rest? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing I was going to say was just that, um, you know, like we talked about in the last week that a lot of things, I do feel this very strong. A lot of things are going to come back at us. Ten times. Like ten times. Ten X. (laughs) Seriously. They're going to try and devour us like so quickly. And so it is a perfect time to start looking at, you know, things that you value, Mm -hmm. the boundaries. Mm -hmm. Um, all of those things, trying to nail down some of your non-negotiables so that when that time comes, you're able to face the sharks then yep. in like a unified sense as mm-hmm. a family, as a couple, even as an individual, you're, you're more sure of who you are and what you want yeah. going back into the world because that world is going to come back at you. To build the economy up, everything else. Ten times. They're just going to be screaming in your face. Get this, get that, get, 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 get. I know. And it is also the perfect time to clean out your house Mm -hmm. and then write a list of the things that you do need so you don't miss the sales. Mm -hmm. Because I think the sales (laughs) are going to come. (laughs) Right? I speak it into being. Send those household (laughs) sales because, yeah. I would just say that. Send the sales. Send them. 
<laughs> anyway, guys, we actually weren't talking about this this week. This week, we're looking at, um, well, we aren't really looking in depth at it. We were just exploring that book, How to Work on Your Marriage Without Talking About It. Mm-hmm. Even though and we're talking about it. Even though we're talking about <laughs> it. And well, we aren't I, really I think talking it's not about, about, talking that about that it. We yeah. just felt like we needed to share some stuff with you. And we aren't even talking about the marriage part. And mm-hmm. this is only chapter one, guys. And we're yeah. talking about the fact that um, they highlight that men and women really do come at love from a completely different mm-hmm. perspective. And the way that they react to things that happen within the relationship happens from different perspectives. Yeah. Women experience a lot more fear. Men experience a lot more shame. shame. And so when they're trying, a really good point that she said in the book was just that you're not having a disconnection because your communication isn't working. Your communication isn't working because you're having a disconnection. Yeah. And you know just really listening to the book because we're doing the audiobook you recognize that men and women are biologically different mm-hmm. they come at they they have different perspectives they look at things per- differently they react to things differently mm-hmm. Wh- whereas women tend to i think she said tend and befriend yeah like they tend to nurture and then make more friends when they feel fearful versus men going to the fight or flight exactly zone so i mean picture that men, scenario men, men going to the fight or flight zone to deal with shame exactly so we're either gonna take you head on or we're gonna move away move away which is like one of the reasons why the, then the disconnect kind of happened because if I'm dealing with something where I feel ashamed, I'm moving away from you. Exactly. Or you're, you're or you're having outbursts or you're being impatient. Yeah. And I'm trying to connect with you. So I'm, I'm like, coming at you more. This is not the right time, woman. <laughs> <laughs> Back up. <laughs> so it's just like, oh my word, how is this supposed to happen at all? The whole relationship thing. And we haven't even gotten to that part yet. Yeah. But what what stood out to me in that first chapter was just hearing her talk about boys and girls. Mm -hmm. And you do recognize that our boys are at a disservice. I don't know if that's the right way to frame it. I've always said that. Um, The way, (laughs) (laughs) the way in which like love is given to boys and the way in which um, love is spoken about for boys it it really is at a disadvantage. And she highlights the fact that girls do get 50% more, um, what was it, eye contact? Mm-hmm. Eye contact than boys. And so they get to be a lot more. And eye contact is the primary way to communicate um, intimacy. Yep. So if girls are getting 50% more eye contact, then they are already at an advantage to be intimate in their relationships than we're equipping our boys to be in in addition to what you're saying it's just with i think with boys we tend to do a lot more rough house playing with them mm-hmm. um and I, I think because of that we don't give more eye contact right because we think they can't handle it they can handle it but in smaller dosage right she did say Ver- that. versus girls you think girls don't need rough house playing Mm -hmm. they can deal with it but also in smaller dosage exactly so you see how the two kind of fit each other Mm -hmm. they both need each they both need 
some amount of both everything of each mm-hmm. but in they can handle one side can handle larger and smaller dosage of each other's um right needs. so right. the girls can handle smaller dosage of rough house playing with more eye, longer periods of eye contact and boys can handle shorter periods of eye contact with more rough house playing mm-hmm. but equally need both areas did you think of any particular um like moment or experience with the boys when you were listening to that chapter like did it did it bring anything to your mind when you're listening to that because for me i could immediately think like oh man i i am i really am such a female so i think at things from my perspective mm. and you know, there would be moments where I'd say to Kalino, I needed to look at me mm-hmm. so I know that he's understanding me. But he can look away and still focus on me. Mm-hmm. And it's just, if you really don't understand those differences, especially as a mom, then you can't really, when you have, you know, kids of the opposite gender, then yeah. you can't really connect, so connect with them at their, the way that they're wired to connect. So do you feel like when he is climbing on the table or doing any of those things that's um, considered as misbehaving, your response being out of tiredness, frustration, not having enough space, what, what would help you to respond differently? Is it just how you've been... Is it just how the culture has trained you to respond or... Is it just, is it based on the situation that you're in? Why you respond that way? No, you're just tired. Like, it's just the situation. Okay. Why you're responding that way. Um, it requires more energy to take him aside and sit. I mean, he's just responding. He's, he's acting that way because he needs attention. But at that point, you're just like, I've been giving you attention all this time. I don't want to give attention right now. Okay. But kids don't understand that. Mm-hmm. So, and, you know, it's also the setup of the host. Like, if things are accessible, then, of course, he's going to climb up where he can climb. He hasn't been outside to be able to play and climb anywhere else. So, you know, sometimes, I th- you know, like you were saying it, they he's already in the middle of something and he has no clue how he got there and mm-hmm. he's just like well i'm here i might as well just finish yep <laughs> so um yeah i don't did that answer your question oh uh, i guess kind of yeah, yeah. just um, learning it though you recognize that it's it's being intentional to stop more and connect and have have those moments of eye contact even though mm. before it gets to a place of discipline yeah it's more moments of eye contact of connection and maybe that would just calm things down so you don't have to get to a place of discipline hmm. but isn't that interesting that the very thing that uh male children are male children the male child i know it just sounds weird boys what? Yeah. Okay. <sighs> Isn't it interesting that the very thing that boys need at a young age, um, early in their development, 
um, eye contact is the very same thing that is creating some of the um, or the lack of it that's creating the re- some of the relational issues when they grow older. Uh, well, yeah. I wouldn't say it's a lack of it. It's just they do it differently than girls and it's understanding that they do it differently than girls. They don't hold eye contact, as she was saying in this book, continually. Mm-hmm. They look at you, they look away, they look at you, they look away, they look at you, they look away, they look at you, they look away. And when you compare that to a girl that just looks at you mm-hmm. and holds that gaze for a long time, then naturally you're going to think that this boy can't focus or he isn't concentrating or he isn't interested. Mm. But as she explains the difference in terms of how we're wired, he isn't looking away because he isn't focusing. He's looking away because it's overwhelming for him mm-hmm. as a boy. And it's going to trigger a fight or flight mode for him. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, he's interested in the eye contact, but to do it continually like a girl is going to trigger... um, Cortisol. Right. A lot of that extra stress for him, Mm -hmm. which he doesn't necessarily want because that's not what you're trying to achieve. And so for him, connection is looking at you, looking away, looking at you, looking away, looking at you, which looking is, away. Which is maybe why teachers in schools have so much issues with boys. Right. So that's why, <laughs> you know, I said that because girls, in a sense, might be a little bit easier to understand boys are dealt a bad hand because we don't understand them as much or mm. we aren't as patient with them. And so we try to take a lot more stringent um, measures to exactly. discipline them while disciplining isn't necessarily always the issue discipline isn't necessarily always the issue and we aren't connecting with them the way that they need to be connected with hence disciplinary challenges yeah but it's it's funny because you want to discipline them but discipline is not the issue but you're not connecting with them so then discipline becomes an issue right and it's (laughs) and it it isn't even that you're not connecting with them it's just that you're not connecting with them the way that they need connection i would say the same thing you're not connecting with them well yeah i get i get you that makes sense so yeah it's it's very interesting like the book is about marriage and it is talking about the difference between male and female but it was just so jarring for me thinking about just how she goes back to talk about girls and boys and then mm-hmm. thinking about our own sons and you know how that's already playing out and you can see what she's saying at a two-year-old phase mm-hmm. so yeah if you have boys or even if you have girls that first chapter which we've done already is a pretty good one to listen to definitely hear about those differences so that you can connect with your kids the way that they need connection because that's what lays the the groundwork for healthy successful marriages or or if it's within your own relationship is to be sensitive to the vulnerability of the male-female relationship, mm-hmm. the the shame versus fear, right, and how each of you deal with that differently, right, how it affects you differently, and I think if you can, um, in a sense, protect that vulnerability, mm-hmm. um, or be more sensitive to it, right, then I think 
some of the connection challenges that you're having can be easily dissolved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So just so you guys know, and we'll also link it in the comments below or mm-hmm. in the description below, actually. It is called, the book is called How to Improve Your Marriage Without Talking About It. And it's by Patricia Love and Stephen Stonesney. Mm-hmm. Stasny. 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 There we go. So yeah. Really good book. Um we're digging through it ourselves. Yeah. Um I don't do we have a Netflix and chill this week? I don't think we do. We don't really have we been watching have anything a really? Netflix and chill. Um Oh we've been we watching watched Watergate. Watergate. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm President Nixon. <laughs> President Nixon. Guys, if you have the chance to watch Slow Burn so documentary good. about water, the Watergate scandal, yep. watch it. Because, I mean, I think we've watched other things about Watergate. Yeah, from different perspectives. But, but it, this it one never, was very... It never explained it so thoroughly like, like Slow Burn. Like we were into this documentary like it was some really good, um, you know, episode thing, mm-hmm, series. Mm-hmm. So So good. Yeah. And I mean, even in the, like, he, that man, my gosh. I mean, <laughs> no, you can see why Trump believe him can get away with some of these things. Oh, my word. But, yeah. Um, but, but, yeah. <laughs> even in the end, with, with Dean, his, his assistant, mm-hmm. I mean, these guys had plans upon plans upon plans. Mm-hmm. Like, what to do if this didn't work, put that in. If this never worked, put that in. And they really wanted to use that guy, Dean, I forget his last name, as their scapegoat. Like, they're so dangerous. Was it the lady's husband? No. No, no. He was just the right-hand guy. And he's like, hell no, I'm not going to be used as a scapegoat. He's a lawyer, so he kind of knew how to handle himself. But you know what? Him crying at, because he wasn't impeached. Mm -hmm. He resigned. He resigned, yeah. But him crying giving that speech to his staff somehow like i don't know to me you know how they, they displayed it in the series it wasn't like he was remorseful for the things that he had done i think mm. in his head he thought that they were the right moves like he was doing what was best for the people mm. so i don't I, I never felt like he was crying because he was sad about what he had done i think he was just crying because like oh my time is up and i have to go mm. Which is kind of like a very important thing to look at, you know, because he just what? Oh man, the 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 great <laughs> neglect for just the law and everything else mm-hmm. is, yeah. So and yeah, not not only that, but that so many people actually agreed with him. So many people agreed and, with him, and nobody felt like they could contest. Yeah. Well, the thing, part of it too, is that it's the first time anything like that has happened. Well, in a, a number of years, because they had it oh before, yeah, and that's years why before. they wrote yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, praise but you God, know, praise God for those f- um, founding fathers who exactly <laughs> created some clause in the constitution and thought some of these things think, through. Okay, we're gonna have some people like this. So let's put something in the constitution. That can hold them accountable. I will say, if you feel that you are like a Martha Mitchell, don't give up. Mm. Because you... Oh, loud mouth talkative <laughs> Martha. <laughs> if you feel you are a Martha Mitchell, don't give up. I mean, they eventually named that whole 
psychology thing yeah, after the Michael Mitchell effect. Sex, yeah, where you feel like you know something crazy is happening. Everybody thinks you're crazy, only for it to be true. It's too crazy to be true, right? Yeah. and that's the Martha Mitchell effect. Oh and my gosh! Gosh, it's you learn so many things from slow burns. So true. I mean, I love how that guy um uh did the the um. The narration. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. What was his name? Something fuck. Something, yeah. Yeah. But you know, if we had to look at relationships in um slow burn, mine would be Martha Mitchell and her husband because he was so loyal to Nixon mm-hmm. that he was disloyal to his wife. Mm. To the point that he had her locked up somewhere mm. else so that she wouldn't find out what was happening mm-hmm. and he was on he agreed to publicly say like oh poor martha she's just crazy mm. so if i had to look at relationships in slow burn that would be one of the ones i'd pick up because we didn't really hear much about like what and you would his be wife. martha or you would be the who if would I, you be no I, I mean like if we were talking about a relationship oh you would talk Silver, about that yeah okay okay you mean like sounded if like i would be martha sounded like you were saying you would be martha <laughs> i I'm would like, be martha <laughs> <laughs> no i wouldn't i'm like how do you pick that script no i wouldn't i was just saying like if we were highlighting a mm. relationship because we talk about which Maybe relationships point out yeah in the netflix and chill segment yeah but yeah it wasn't a really planned netflix and chill yeah. So, yeah. Well, did we have any good rants this week? Are we still doing rants? I think we kind of cut rants out. Oh, we did? I think, I think so. Oh. Well, guys, thanks again for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Yep. Just want to remind you, please remember to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast, and thank you so much for sharing it with your friends and family. By the way, this month of May... Love works continues. It does. It does. Even though we're in quarantine and we're actually looking at building your support circle or your inner circle. That's right. Outer circle. Support. Building circles. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) But really talking about why it's important to have mentors for your relationships, how to find the right ones and yeah, working through that part of I don't trust anybody to share my business with Mm -hmm. them. So that's what we're doing in Love Works. Go check it out on our Instagram at we are underscore the Baileys. And see it on our website. That's right. Until next time, guys, remember to live confidently and change your world.